Afternoon. We're super excited to have you here with us. And by us, I mean da -da -da -da, the crab trees are here. Hello. Hello. So as you're hopping on, make sure that you comment, tell us hello, tell us who you are, where you're watching from, so that way we can say hello back to you and share the broadcast. I'm looking at the wrong camera. I'm literally <laughs> just staring at the wrong camera. I'm so sorry. I saw the girls transition to this camera, and you know what? I was just committed to this one. <laughs> it's going to be a great day. It's been super interesting. Serena told me she's really excited for the broadcast today because I'm operating on like four hours of sleep. <laughs> so... Who knows where we're going to go today? But it's super excited, exciting to have you with us. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. We've got a great episode for you. Miss Randy is on. Hi, she Mom. says, hi, guys. And Serena is waving, both in the comments and in person. Pastor Nicole says, hi, Barrett and Crabtrees. Love y'all. Buddy is waving three times, so he won. I win. Lisa, Lisa says, good evening and love to all. Love you, too, Miss Lisa. It is going to be such a great broadcast. We, Y'all, it's been a phenomenal week. We've been talking about how Pastor Tracy was in South Carolina this week. We've been in services all week. The broadcasts have been powerful all week long. And we're going to be talking about it. So stick around, share the broadcast, invite somebody to join. It's going to be great. Marky says Aww, you're here. That's thanks, pretty. Marky. Miss Pamela says, hey, y'all, I'm Pam Kelly from Millingport. Hi, Miss Pamela. Hello. It's great to see you. Johnny says, hey, hello. Johnny on the spot. Chris says, hi. Hi, Mr. Welcome, Chris. Welcome, Chris. Good to see you. Okay. As you're hopping on, we have questions, and Serena asked me to make them easy. So they were very well, hard last time. But, <laughs> wait, can I, can I ask a random question? Absolutely. Before? Lisa said good evening, and that sparked a thought in my brain that I've Pond versus puddle? No. Um, <laughs> when does evening start? When does, e when, does, when does the transition between good afternoon and good evening take place? 5 p.m. Wait, seriously? I think so. 
Oh, really? Oh, well, that was a quick answer. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's like the legit answer, but that when I would do customer service and I'd have to call people, they would tell us at five to swap it over to evening. Oh, interesting. Okay, Thanks. never mind. Wow. Oh. Cool. I thought that there would be more discussion on this. <laughs> All right. New question. Prilla says 5 p.m. All right. Okay. Wow. Okay, question number one. Bum, ba -da. Best pizza topping. Ooh. Bacon. Whoa. Just like that guttural response. That's a spiritual response. <laughs> it, came, it came bubbling out of my spirit. Bacon. I, I knew right away. Apart from extra cheese, I would say I do enjoy bacon. Mm -hmm. I actually, this is kind of strange, but I like broccoli. I Interesting. Like I do. But it has to be Alfredo sauce, right? Yeah. So. But I, I would say bacon and extra cheese. See, okay, so Abby said cheese. <laughs> yes. Um, Cheese is oh, already geez. on pizza, extra so cheese. I wouldn't count that as a topping. Yeah, not. Because it's already, it's already But you get charged for it as an extra topping if you want extra cheese. Extra cheese? I, I would call extra, extra cheese. Extra maybe. cheese. Yeah. Actually, no, I still wouldn't call it topping. Marky <laughs> says that pepperoni is the OG. It's like saying sauce is my favorite topping. Kevin says mushrooms. <laughs> sauce is my favorite topping. <laughs> Dave! Hey, Dave Siriano! I love you! It's so good to have you here on the broadcast. Um, Randy says broccoli. Pamela says Italian sausage and wait, mushrooms. Wait, wait. Did, who said mushrooms? Uh, Pamela Kelly. And okay. Kevin earlier said mushrooms. Mm, pastor Cole says veggies for me, meat for pastor. And then Chris says veggies. Wow. I, There's so, a lot of veggie people. Yeah. I think my favorite is obviously red sauce, mozzarella cheese. Like that's just mm -hmm. the base pizza. But then ricotta and spinach. Ricotta Ooh. cheese and spinach is a really. I think it that sounds that. very like. Like Italian original pizza kind of. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Like, do you get like no wait, no that that's the mozzarella. Yeah. They would put it on like. With but they do that with ricotta stuff. too. Like oh, they'll really? just kind of like clump it. Yeah, clump it on that way. Thank you, Johnny. I I'm assuming he's talking to, about the, the bacon mushrooms or my <laughs> disdain for mushrooms. I don't know or veggies. I, like I was the guy who would always get the meat lovers pizza. Like I, I anything as much meat except anchovies. Um, oh, yeah. No. That that was disgusting. I worked at a pizza place and I, I we had anchovies and I'm like I've never had this before so I'm just gonna make a pizza with nothing but anchovies on it. Oh. And my boss said you're gonna have to eat the whole thing if you do that because uh, it was for my break food and that was the worst break. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was it was rough. George, cheese, cheese, and more cheese. Yes, that is absolutely George. I agree. George's pizza that he'll order from Domino's is the Wisconsin five cheese pizza. So mm. anytime there's multiple cheese options, that is George. Oh, white pizza. That's good. Taylor I like Hazel white. Is that guy? Pineapple. <laughs> Pineapple. Good on pizza. Mm. Now this is sparking a whole new debate. If you, if you, <laughs> give us a thumbs up if you, if you're for pineapple. Give us a thumbs down if you're against pineapple. Oh. And I, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a majority we got thumbs down. Barrett here. I... Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first response is thumbs up. Just I... give it time. Give it time. We'll win. I really like fruit on things, though. Like, I'm a big, salty, sweet person, so I throw mm. fruit in lots of different things to contrast it. But I don't like, I don't like Canadian bacon or ham or whatever it is that's normally on with pineapple. I'd probably mm. do bacon or something gotcha. else with pineapple. Yeah. Probably. Kevin is giving lots of thumbs down. Yep. Thank you, Good Kevin. Good job, Kevin. Kevin is here, too. 
sway the vote. I'm really so. This is going to be this is going to have to be something that we ask Pastor um, Brian see about. See, you're winning. Because there we go. See, <laughs> here comes the thumbs down. Because I feel like Pastor Brian probably has a very scientific answer to why pineapple should not be on pizza. Why it should not be? So, just to just to make your opinion feel wrong. Like, <laughs> that's my favorite thing. Oh, hey, Chris. And then Pastor Nicole says margarita pizza is yummy. Never had oh, no. anchovies, but she tried them. Well, Luke, isn't it? Luke eats, Abby, tell me, it's sardines, mm. right? That he'll eat, like, right from the can? Yeah. He has yep. an advanced palate, because he, he likes sushi, mm. too. Abby, Abby's a thumbs mm. up. Marky, well, well, you can't do that. Notice she said, I think. So I wouldn't Marky, count that. That doesn't count. Marky's, like, doing both <laughs> thumbs up and thumbs down. No Switzerland. Pick one. <laughs> George, you're a thumbs up with pineapple? Interesting. <gasps> George. The things you learn after. My soulmate. Oh my goodness. Also, uh, for those of you watching, I'm really sorry for how much I'm probably going to spin throughout this whole broadcast. I have a spinning chair today, and I am taking full advantage. Oh, I'm watching the thing right now. I'm spinning, too. <laughs> my, mine's, my, mine's one of those ones, though, that like automatically gravitates towards the center. So like, so like, I'm just like enjoying it. It's like one of those, like when you're up at the prayer line and someone starts swaying, yeah. and someone else starts swaying. Pastor Nicole says she's, she's had anchovies, just not on pizza. They're good. Hmm. Okay, There's next probably question. a proper way to do it. I don't, I don't know. What Ooh. superpower would you not want to have? Of all the superpowers, what would you not want to have? I don't think I would want to be telepathic. To read people's minds? I think that would be very overwhelming. Or, no, well, te telepathic means you... Read people's things. minds. Oh, no. Really? How about telepathic? Right? I wouldn't want to read people's minds. No, uh, you know, you're right. That's telepathic. Okay. Te telekinesis. I think that's when you lift things. Okay. Telepathic. I think that would get very overwhelming. Yes. That was my answer as well. Aww. Yeah. Until you learn to control it. Like, that's such like, a super superhero <laughs> answer. Come They have with to. That's power. why, that's why Professor X created the academy. So that they can teach them. To control their powers. So it can, it, like, when it's in a controlled environment, you'd be able to control it pretty True. well. Abby's answer literally just almost made me spit out water. The rock power of the, <laughs> the thing. thing from the Fantastic thing. Four. That is pretty, that is <laughs> Good answer. That's a solid answer, too, Pastor Nicole. I wouldn't want to be Hulk and destroy all my clothes shopping. repeatedly because shopping for clothes stinks. Just get really stretchy clothes. George, we're the same again. Holly also agrees mind reading or... Invisibility. Johnny would not want invisibility either. <laughs> Chris said x-ray vision. Some things are left better, Good unseen. Point. better unseen. That's great. You'd never get surprised for Christmas ever again. That is like, true. Never. Oh, that would be true. sad. That's so true. Uh, Kevin said, what's the one when you control someone's mind? I don't ever want that. Mind control? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what that one's called. <laughs> We love you so much. <laughs> Priscilla wouldn't want to turn green like the Hulk. I like Either the Hulk, but yes. Your mom. My mom. Yeah. I don't I wouldn't want to be able to know what everyone's thinking. Like there's a part of my flesh that would, but then as it started to happen, I feel like I would not enjoy my life anymore. <laughs> Kevin said, I can't even control my own, obviously. <laughs> oh, Kevin. That's funny. We appreciate you. 
<laughs> okay. Well, I, oh, go. No, can go. I, can I get my yeah. answer? Yeah. Oh, I oh. forgot you I, I guess I don't need an opinion. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, you, you remember Rogue, where like the second she would touch someone, they would die. Mm -hmm. That's true. That sounds that super unfortunate. Yeah. And that would make marriage very difficult. Mm -hmm. so, Why did they I die know. when she touched them? I don't remember. Well, she, so like her power was that she kind of absorbed the energy oh, of that's the right. person. So like whenever she touched Wolverine, it, like after he stabbed her, yeah. like she regenerated because she absorbed his his energy, mm -hmm. his power. What so. a great relationship. Right? After I stabbed you and you took my well, life. Well, that's what happened in me. the last Star Wars. <laughs> I know. You know I didn't she, like that. She either. stabbed him and then healed him. That's true. <laughs> it's like, what's happening here? And then, and then at the George end. George calls those mixed messages. Yeah. <laughs> that, they, that relationship in that movie was so weird. Because then at the end, he, he brings her back. Then they kiss out of nowhere. And then he dies. And Spoiler. Yeah. You haven't seen it. That's the movie. If you haven't seen it by now, see, there, I think there's like a, <laughs> yeah. I think there's like a four-month spoiler alert like period of time. What's a rogue, George? Have you? What's a rogue? Okay, I was about to get upset. <laughs> I was like, I thought we were friends. Welcome um, to life with George because he'll look for those buttons and then push, and push them. them. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I think four months after a movie releases, that spoiler alert That's thing is off, and you can talk about it. So and make memes about it because you know. That's true. Like, people start making memes the second a movie comes out. Yeah. And, like, everyone hates them. Yeah, true. Okay, mm -hmm. question number three. I have four questions today. Oh, wow. What's your signature dance move? I want to see them. I can't <laughs> get up with this mic right here. Oh, no, you totally can. Um, It'll move with you. <laughs> my dance moves are very white. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Sometimes when someone's rapping, I'll go like this, and That's I can do that. awesome. That makes me That's very happy. <laughs> <laughs> See, George, George's signature dance move is... Does he do the like hitch? Like from Hitch? Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. He'll keep it right here. This is also Pastor yeah. Nicole's. Okay. I, without realizing it, I'm a very hands person. I don't dance well, but Jade, Jade's here, and she says, "Barry knows mine." Can you show me Jade's? I can. Jade's is Ooh. like she kind of looks like the the floppy things yeah. that the car dealerships. Yes, yes. That's funny. Oh uh, yeah, Kevin, so Kevin says I rock the running. To not move. Y'all, if you send me videos of you doing your signature dance moves, I'll put them in the broadcast tomorrow. If you send them That'd to me, they'll be in tomorrow. Please do that. Hundred percent. Pastor Nicole says, Pastor says my signature dance moves needs not to move. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, actually, there is a video of Chris dancing. He I says, I that. dance. There's a video yeah. to prove it. That's not true. Johnny says his is the hitch, uh -huh. too. And Christopher says the move Michelle did in Full House. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Can you explain that to me? Can you I, it? I'm, I'm I don't 100% know mm -hmm. which one Chris is talking about. All I can but think I, of is the Carlton. I think of like Michelle Tanner, like when she'll come yeah. out and like just kind of shake. Like that's what mm. I think of. Um, Kevin says he can also cabbage patch with the best of them. Kevin, you're Mom, getting super impressive over I there. was going to say, Buddy's Russian dance is amazing. <gasps> it's amazing. If you get like right there, you can do it. Buddy, hmm. give the people what they want. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Did Jay just say Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy up in it? Nope. Nope. No, we're not singing that nope. on the broadcast. <laughs> I don't even think. I don't even think oh, you can doing see it. it. Yay! Can you? I guess you can. Yeah, you can see it. Here. 
you want to move this? Uh, oh, this is so exciting. Well, I'm so he does happening. not always do this for people. So I this don't is know. a special so day. This, this is something my dad taught me. My dad can't do it anymore because he's old. Um, Serena catches. Ah! Um, this is going to be interesting. I'm very excited. All right. Oh. <gasps> ah! i got to be in the camera. Buddy! <laughs> That's my signature dance move. Thank you. Woo! Good job. <laughs> Best broadcast ever. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's, it's, better, <laughs> it's better with music. Oppa. I'm so excited. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to. <laughs> it's too late. That yeah, was the jump. Yes. That was excellent, Chris. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. That was excellent. George says, "Don't give in." George, you want a lag because it's already happened. Like it's, it's already done. Yeah. It's already done. <laughs> Randy says, "Yay, go, good buddy." Good, buddy. Anyway. That was great. Moving on. Wait. I am a Crabtree fan. Thanks, so Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> buddy wins the dance competition every time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my dance competition. Is there, is there a cash prize? Um, no. The Lord will repay you for that. <laughs> a <one>. crown. <laughs> oh, okay. oh now, now George says I win. Buddy wins. wins. So I, I guess he's thankful. Yep. No, I just, I just basically flail with my hands. I'm like... With the with the overbite mm -hmm. happening, absolutely. This, this is more Serena's. <laughs> Serena's is more like this. <gasps> I knew that too. Yep, that's one. That, that's Serena. Thanks, Sunny. Yeah. You're welcome. Pastor I've learned Nicole to do says that. she's so glad she screen recorded that. Oh, great. Well, Thank I mean, you, we Pastor have Nicole. It recorded anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Jif. It's Jif. <laughs> the founder. Of, this is gonna be. <laughs> suddenly, we entered into a new debate. <laughs> The guy who created the GIF pronounces it GIF. Anyway, I, I researched it. There's only one right way to say it. And it's GIF. Yes, I know it's spelled with a G, which makes a G sound. But the, the guy who created it. I'm such a I, I never realized how strong I am in my opinions until just now. Until just now. I'm like, it's okay for you to have opinions, but. Mine are better. They just have to be the same as mine. <laughs> okay, last question. Bum, bum, ba, da, bum, bum. When I hear blank song, mm. I have to sing along. Can I insert the word any? Yep. Any song. When I hear any song. Any song. You know, like, have you ever watched those YouTube videos like of the can't sing along challenges? Have you ever seen those? No. Yes. They'll like put like just all these random songs oh, that are yeah, super yeah, yeah. popular yeah. in earphones and they have to try to not sing. Mm -hmm. I almost mm. always fail playing those challenges because I'll play along with them. I'm like, mm. I can do this. And about five songs in, I'm like, this is such a good one. <laughs> so like I, I have mm. so, the self-control to be able to do that, to like not sing whenever, like, you know, but I enjoy singing along. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's actually one of my mom's dreams that like our whole family just bursts into song at some point. She'll, she'll like start and like everyone's just staring at her. She's like, when will you join me? That's so sad. I feel bad for her. Jade, Jade is my person <laughs> that I always do sing-alongs with. Like we of did course. it yesterday at the restaurant actually. Any yes. song that Jade and I knew, we sang very loudly and Applebee's mm -hmm. loved us immensely. Mm -hmm. uh, Miss Randy says, we are family. That's, That's a good one. Bum, bum. Chris says anything from Disney, which is actually very true. Yes. I mean, the second, like, half the time I start a sentence, you know, and, like, I just 
like a Disney song pops up. Mm -hmm. Like, let's mm -hmm. get down to business. That's a to good one. To defeat. There you go. You joined in. The Hun. Serena um, kind of mouthed it. What? Did I was like, I lost my voice this morning, and I was like, is it at that range to sing right now? I was testing it out. We can vocalize real quick. Pastor Nicole says, lately it's Oh Sherry or Reading Rainbow. I love that Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Like a look, a book. Miss Darla says, put a CD in one of your books so we can learn some dances. Okay. Absolutely. George says, Buddy's teaching everyone how to dance. Buddy's solving how to pronounce GIF correctly. <laughs> What's next? Abby says, I think literally any song. Johnny says, don't stop believing. That's a good don't one. That's like a good one. Prime it song is. That's impossible to not sing to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whatever generation you're from. Yep. Except if you're from before that generation. So a fun <laughs> button to push for George is that don't stop believing became re-popular because of Glee. Do you remember that TV show? Don't Stop Believing? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, when it resurfaced yeah. in such an intense way, it's because Glee had made it they super popular for really? that generation again. Like, mm. that was their number one hit. And this is when George tells me he's not going to talk to me for five minutes when I say that. <laughs> so at some point, he, that comment's that probably going to That song is appear. only popular because of Glee. It's true. Thank that's, you, Fox. Uh, no, that's not true. <laughs> Ke Kevin said, did you just move on us? Yes. <laughs> that just sounds interesting. You did should you sing the reflection song at some point <laughs> in the broadcast. <laughs> I'm, fighting it. I'm fighting it. I'm fighting it. I would say, do you know Viva La Vida? What? Yeah. Oh, when it comes to that part, I need to sing along. Interesting. Like, like Coldplay, right? Yeah. yeah. Interesting choice. That's a good call. Mm -hmm. That's a good call. Yeah, I. <laughs> Stop it. In all caps. The Greatest Showman. Stop it. <laughs> the Greatest Showman album is mm -hmm. like you can't not sing it the oh. <laughs> 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 ladies and gents this is the moment you waited for <laughs> what no it's good you go thank you i'm very oh you stopped the oh 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 wait i always come into your room <laughs> i forgot i miss you <laughs> Oh, guys, we've got a great broadcast today. <laughs> George, is Stop It a song? I'm just assuming that's what mm. was. Dead says, wow, <laughs> that was impressive. The crab trees are musically inclined, so it makes moments like these very fun. <laughs> very, very fun. They're also willing to play along, so you guys are my people. Try. Johnny says, Arabella's is the theme song for Wonder Pets. That, so Wonder Pets. I've never seen that. I feel like there's a separation, though, of like songs that you want to sing along with and then songs you end up singing along because yeah. they're just there in your head. Mm -hmm. And Wonder Pets is one of those. Like, mm -hmm. Wonder Pets, Wonder Pets, we're on our way. And I, I do not that. know that one. Oh, Abby would you. sing the whole thing with um, me. Oh, she is singing the whole thing. She's singing sound booth right now. I was going to say something, and it just immediately left me. What would you oh, say? Baby Shark. Was that yeah. popular down here? Yeah. Did you say stop? Baby Shark. Mama Shark. Mama Shark. Mama Shark. Mama Shark. Daddy Shark. Daddy Shark. Oh, look, we lost a viewer. I'm just, I'm just here. <laughs> no. I, like, I apologize because I'm the one who actually understood. That and, and like, I didn't participate. And the Gummy Bear song. Like, that song is forever on my list of 
hated song. Kevin said I'm turning turn this, this off. Kevin, That's no. That's the viewer we lost. Stay with us. I. Oh, look. As soon as we stopped, we went back up. We went back up. That's funny. Oh, my gracious. I don't know the gummy bear song. I'm a gummy bear. Well, we don't need yes, it. Yes, I'm a gummy bear. Anyway. Yep. Did you say you had another question? Uh, no. Probably, oh, that was all of them. <laughs> that it's funny, it looks like he's dying inside. <laughs> uh, oh boy! At our youth camp, they played that like before every service. Mm -hmm. Baby Shark. Mm -hmm. I but like that song though, if you listen to it like with good subwoofers and stuff, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> it really is. Remind me to show You're you like, a wow. video because there's like a really good bass line to that. It's really nice. Remind me to show you a video that Pastor Nicole no that Pastor Brian really likes after this, a baby shark. I won't do it on here, but just remind okay. me, I don't remember. Yeah, no, no, I did, I had a song, I led song. like youth camp for years and years, so mm -hmm. I have like a plethora of those songs, like ones with motions, like yeah. for little kids and stuff, that anytime I hear them, I'm like, <gasps> waves of mercy, <laughs> wait, like any of those. Yeah. Those are for sure. quality. For sure. Well, as we are about to hop in, make sure that you share the broadcast today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Keep your comments coming, especially if you have, we want to hear from you. So what have you been getting out of the broadcast this week? And if you were able to go to South Carolina to hear Pastor Tracy in the meetings over the last few days, write in the comments yeah. what's been sticking out to you, what the Lord's been showing you. We want to talk with y'all about what we have been receiving, what the Lord has been sharing with us. So thank you for joining us today. It's going to be a great one. Mm -hmm. And we love you. George this, just got... Just ignore him. Oh, just ignore him. Pretend like he's not there. Okay. George is ignore my husband. I love you, George. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you for being here and share. So what have you guys been getting out of this? Like, I feel like this week has been... We were talking right before the broadcast. It's been like one continual service, like <laughs> yeah. every day between the broadcasts and then services in the evening. Like, you're, I feel like I'm just waking back up and being like, okay, plug him back in. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Deb said, uh, I am righteous and yeah. have an inheritance. That was from last night. Mm -hmm. That last night was a powerful. Yeah, service. it was. Um, like, it, it's so, it's so neat. Um, like, just the progression progression this week I guess if we're talking about the things that we've been learning yeah yeah um with Pastor Tracy um like I'm just going to be kind of transparent for a moment Pastor Tracy is one of the most like scripturally knowledgeable also spiritually led yeah. men that I've ever listened to absolutely and almost to a point where he terrifies me um, like, in, in the aspect of it literally makes me realize how much I don't know yeah. about the word um and so, like, the first night I'm sitting there, and, like, he's, like, sharing all these different things, and, uh, like, that were just, that I've never heard before, mm -hmm. um, th things that, that, you know, I've never even thought of before, but, and I'm, like, and he'll make a statement, I'm, like, like, it, like, that, because, I mean, I've grown up in the church, you know, and I've been told what I, like, should believe, what I shouldn't believe, and what's wrong, and what's right, you know, like, I, and, essentially what happened is over time and this is why um it's such a such an important thing like what we were talking about i think it was earlier this week about deception um you know it's when you grow up in the church you'll pick up a lot of really good stuff yeah um but it can be 
incredibly easy for a religious spirit to come on. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, you know, you can come to a point, like Pastor Brian calls it that arrival mentality, mm -hmm. where I've gotten to a point where, hey, I've studied and I've done all, all, all this stuff, and a yeah. religious spirit can rise up mm -hmm. in you to where if, where, um, if someone, you know, sh has a display of hunger or has a display of, of just the manifestation where you, where, like, some, that religious spirit can rise up and you say, that's not of God. Yeah. And, and that's what happened with the Pharisees. Yeah. You know, where Jesus was doing all these mighty miracles and they were attributing to the devil. And, and that's why it, that, like, it, it can be a super dangerous thing to begin to condemn somebody else's ministry. Yeah. If you don't, like, if you don't, like, whether, whether you believe they're anointed or not, and that's what you see with David. Like, at one point, he was, uh, uh, King Saul was anointed by God. And, I mean, obviously, the things that he was doing was, was wicked. But David said, will I raise my hand against the Lord's anointed? Yeah. Uh, it's a dangerous thing for a child of God to try to to rebuke or condemn someone else's yeah, ministry right. just because you don't fully understand it. Now, there there are wolves in sheep's clothing. There are people out there who are doing wicked sure. things. Uh, but it's not our job to condemn them. God yep. will condemn them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and if we try to take the role of God in condemning mm -hmm. somebody else's ministry, yeah. uh, what we could potentially do is if that person actually is anointed by God, we could actually pit ourselves against God himself. Right. Yep. What did... God say to Saul, 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 why are you persecuting me? He didn't say, why are you persecuting the church? He said, why are you persecuting me? Yeah. So that's why even when I don't fully understand somebody's heart or somebody's ministry, uh, even if I can look at it and be like, okay, that is most certainly a wicked ministry. I'm not going to waste my energy trying mm -hmm. to rebuke mm -hmm. it or condemn it mm -hmm. or say that that's heresy because I know yeah. that they're going to fall on their own, uh, in their own wicked right, schemes. Right. But that, all that to say, <laughs> um, whenever I first w um, was listening to Pastor Tracy, though, like my, like that religious spirit um, was starting to like kind of rise up because what he was doing was he was exposing the reality that there was so much that I don't know yeah. about the mm -hmm. word of God That's and my flesh didn't like it. Yeah. My flesh did not like it. And I, like I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't know what to think about this guy. I'm trying to process through. And, and the funny thing is he would say something and like that religious spirit would rise up and be like, that can't be right. And then all of a sudden, like he just start pulling these scriptures. <laughs> that all say the exact same thing, mm -hmm. like matching the point. I'm like, okay, may maybe that is right. You know, but, <laughs> but like, like th yeah. this is yeah. the internal ba battle that I was going through the first night. Mm -hmm. And my brain was like going so fast that I yeah. actually wasn't able to receive anything from God that night. And um, like, uh, like Pastor Tracy came up and, and went to lay, lay hands. And like, and I, like, I, like it scared me because like, because uh, like, he uses some force behind his laying on of hands. But um, I, I laid down, and I, or I sat down, and I'm just like, what, what's going on here? You know, and the reason I didn't receive wasn't because there wasn't an anointing there. It was because I was trying in my soul to, yeah. to, to yeah. understand it yeah. before I was willing to receive. Yeah. And, um, and it was funny because the next day I was actually in his, like, in his hotel room um, with him and Pastor Brian. And, like, because I was, like, sharing these things with Pastor Brian, I'm like, uh, just, just like my my internal soulish battle, you know, that I was going on in my brain and how I wasn't able to receive because of that. But I knew, I knew in my spirit that what he was saying was right and true because God brought me here. Like I, I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that this is where I'm supposed to be, and I know that God led us to be under Pastor Brian, mm -hmm. and Pastor Brian was led to be under Pastor Tracy. Right. So like with Pastor Tracy being my spiritual grandfather, I guess. Yeah. 
like I knew that there was that what he what he was sharing since since I know the leading of the Lord and since I knew in my spirit that this is what God wanted me to do. Yeah. You know, like I ha like I knew I was supposed to be receiving from him, but there was something in my flesh that didn't want to. Yeah. And I was sharing this with Pastor Brian and as we're in Pastor Tracy's hotel room, Pastor Brian threw me under the bus and he was just like, So Buddy had an interesting time at service last night, right there with Pastor Tracy. I'm like Thanks, Pastor Ryan. <laughs> and then, but then I just began to just share, you know, like, um, like Pastor Tracy, you know so much about the Word, and it really shows me how much I don't know. And it, and it, it's humbling, and we don't like to be humbled, you know, um, but it, it was humbling. And, and so I'm there in front of this spiritual giant yeah. saying that, to be honest, I didn't know what to think of you. Like, I, I was having a hard time, but I know what you're saying is true. But for some re but what I need is I need it to go from my head into mm -hmm. my spirit. Yeah. And since I'm trying too much to figure it out in my head, I'm not allowing it to enter into my spirit. And and um and I was and I was sharing with him just my fear of deception, because I don't want to be deceived. And people have called me deceived. Um, and part of that is when so, so because of that, sorry, I'm sharing all this stuff. Um, but um, but uh, as a result of that, um. Whenever I heard him share something, um, whenever I heard him share something that I haven't heard before, all of a sudden, like, I would throw up these spiritual mm -hmm. blocks saying, mm -hmm. saying, since I've never heard this before and since I don't want to be deceived, I can't, I yeah. can't mm -hmm. receive that yep. until I can fully process through yeah. it. And, and since I was setting up those walls, I wasn't able to receive that first night. And then Pastor Tracy, again, like, he knows the, like, he can give you scripture. Like, he's crazy um, in a good way. Uh, but this, he brought up John seven seventeen, and um, and uh, which says like I already memorized it at this point just because it it, it met the exact thing. And he says, uh, this is Jesus. He says, if anyone wills to do his will, so if you have a desire to know God's will and to do God's will, he says he will know concerning the doctrine. Mm -hmm. You will know concerning the doctrine. So Pastor Chase was literally saying. Like, I can see in your spirit that you have a desire to know the will of God and that you don't want to be deceived. Mm -hmm. And Because and, it's, it's a prayer that I pray almost every day. Yeah. God, let, give me the spirit of wisdom and understanding of the knowledge of you. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. God, keep me away from deception. Mm -hmm. and, and Pastor Trace was like, I know in your, that your spirit has a desire to know the, the doctrine. He said, if you will to do his will, you will know concerning the doctrine, it, whether it is from God or not from God. And like, that's all I needed. And all of a sudden, I was able to receive yeah. this, th that second night. I received from, like, I, I received, you know, an impartation. That, and then last night was mm -hmm. powerful, 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 powerful. And, and so, like, it's important for us, first and foremost, to understand who, to, to, to be sensitive to the spirit, to who is he calling you to, 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 to be under. Yeah. And if you know in your spirit, this is who, who I'm supposed to be under, uh, just being humble, yeah. <laughs> humble enough to, to understand there's so much that I don't know. Yeah. There's so much that I don't know, mm -hmm. and there's so much that I don't understand. Like, God has taught me in so much over the last, what, four years, you know, but at the same time, it, it's good to be, be around people who expose that in you, yeah. you know, where, uh, where, the, where like, their teaching or, or just their, their knowledge and, and wisdom really exposes and, and kind of brings you, brings you to a place where you can be humble enough to admit, I don't know everything, you yeah. know, uh, I, I don't have it all, 
you know, I, I don't have all the wisdom and understanding, but if I'm willing to humble myself, I know that God will exalt me. I know that God will give me the wisdom. I know God will, the spirit of God in me will help me concerning the doctrine, you know, to keep me from, from deception, to keep me from, from, um, you know, to keep me from false doctrines. Yeah. Um, but, but that's not like a one-time thing. My spirit's in the right place today, but I need to continuously make sure that my spirit's in the right place tomorrow and then the next day, mm-hmm. so, you know, in five years from now. Because there's a lot of ministers who are at the place that I'm at today, but like when, when they were my age and then 20 years into the ministry, they like something like a, that religious spirit rose up in them and they're like, okay, I've arrived. I don't need really anything else. And it's important for us to always be willing to mm-hmm. be humble and to understand that, I might not understand everything. There, heck, there was a situation even when we got to the hotel that, like, that in in the natural and in the flesh. See, what's cool about Pastor Brian and Pastor Tracy? <laughs> Sorry, I will stop after. No, um, you're good. What's cool about Pastor Brian and Pastor Tracy is they can see into the spirit, in, into into the spirit in a way that I can't. Mm-hmm. And there was a situation that in my flesh I could only see going. One, I can only see one thing that was going on, um, and like it, like it, and it, it made me uncomfortable. I didn't understand what was happening, but there was a spiritual discernment that they had that I didn't have, and mm-hmm. I had to be willing to be like, okay, I know I can see this in in my natural eyes that it looks this way, but um, but I know that it's not because I know these guys and I know that God has brought me under these right. men, and. And then, you know, uh, I, I, I was able to have a conversation with both of them and Pastor Brian, and he said there was actually a spiritual attack going on at that moment. Uh, like mm-hmm. that, I wasn't in my natural, I, I wasn't able to discern just because I don't have that spiritual maturity yet. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, being willing to be humble, because I could have just been like, I don't understand what's going on here, and I don't know if I can receive from these people. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, it was one of those situations, but all of a sudden, um, uh, but all of a sudden, like, just being willing to humble myself and say, I didn't understand what happened. Can you help me understand? Right. They were like, there's actually was a spiritual attack going on right yeah. there. And I was like, oh, my goodness, really? Like, yeah. I didn't know that at all. And, and that, yeah. that helped me get to a place where, where now, like, it, it, it did even more to humble myself yeah. to recognize that there's so much for right. me to learn, so much further for me to go. And I, I'm thankful for this week. This has been an awesome week. Yeah. I will stop talking now. Go for it. <laughs> for a while. You're good. But. Well, even on Sunday, Pastor Brian was talking about whenever you do feel like you have that arrival mentality, that's usually when God points something out. Okay, you still have to grow in this area. Yeah. And that was really humbling because mm-hmm. I know I've had that too. And I, it is humbling when you come into yeah. contact with those teachers and preachers and mm-hmm. prophets who uh, are so much further than you and mm-hmm. um, being able to humble yourself. But really, what stuck out to me uh, last night was what uh, I know Deb and Johnny kind of touched on that, just knowing who you are in the righteousness of God. You know, yeah. I am the righteousness of God. And um, I think it was, yeah, Colossians 2, verse 9 and 10 is what, it just like, it's been sticking with me. I was meditating on it this morning. It says, for in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also... Yeah. are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over 
every ruler and authority. Yeah. And you can't know, you can't experience any other revelation, Pastor Tracy was saying, until you know who you are, until you know that righteousness. Yeah. Because if you don't see yourself as righteous, you're not going to see yourself as worthy to receive healing. Yeah. You're not going to see yourself as worthy to receive any goodness from God. Yeah. And that's just been really heavy on me. And that's... Yeah. yeah, it's just been amazing. Because yeah, a lot of people think they still need to suffer God's wrath because they don't right. have a revelation of their righteousness. Right. They think, they think, oh, I'm, I'm such a wick, wicked and miserable person in the eyes of God, but they don't understand that Christ died to make them worthy. Right. Or, or you can get into that works mentality, or yeah. I need to work to this because I'm yeah. really not that worthy mm -hmm. to receive yeah. it. And, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, I have something else, but on that, you know, when he was teaching on righteousness, mm -hmm. I like to highlight, like, when certain things really stick out, I like to underline them in my Bible, yeah. like, whether it be physical or in, um, in my app on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I went to Isaiah 54, because that's where he taught in a lot yep, last yep. night. And I'm scrolling through my phone, and before I get to verse 14, I saw that I had already highlighted um, Isaiah 54, 9, where he talks about how, um, you know, it's Isaiah prophesying. He says, for yes. this is as the waters of Noah to me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no longer cover the earth, so I have sworn that I would not be wrathful mm -hmm. with you nor rebuke you. And I think that's mm -hmm. so important. Um, you know, that stuck out to me this morning. Like before you can really receive the righteousness of God, you've got to get that revelation of his love for yeah. you. Like yeah. he's not an angry God. He's mm -hmm. not a mad God. And so often... It's like we had he Pastor Tracy was talking this week about how there's those two forces like on the road like you can have a car right. going this way and a car going with this way but if they were to collide it's an explosion mm -hmm. so often we have a fleshly worldly thought that God is expecting us to earn his love and mm -hmm. and work for it and whatever and when we come to the knowledge that God is not angry he's not right. expecting us to do anything except believe and receive mm -hmm. his righteousness the fact that he loves us and that he is Lord it's like an explosion within us that allows us to receive right, that righteousness. Right, Before right. righteousness happens, mm -hmm. we've got to have that understanding yeah. of love. But going back to what you were saying, you know, about the first night, I, and we've been glass house the last couple of days on here, so we're just going to keep it going. Mm -hmm. I really appreciated you sharing all of that because so often, you know, after after meetings like this where it's so powerful it's like people are on this spiritual high and obviously you can stay like in a place of victory i'm not saying you have to be low at all that's not what i'm saying but so often i remember like i'd go from meetings and be like everything's awesome and then like a week or two goes mm -hmm. by and you know life tends to normalize i guess for lack of a better word like you're not mm -hmm. in that same routine of being mm -hmm. in the word every single night, night after night, in, in the anointing in the same way. And it's in those moments where the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Like it says in Mark 4, 15, that Satan comes immediately to steal the seed of the yeah. word. Yeah. And so often we, like, we're at that place of euphoria almost, like mm -hmm. intense revelation, intense joy yeah. that we drop 
our spiritual guard because mm. it's like we think that we're this untouchable force. Like, mm. God, nothing can ever touch me. And it puts us in that place of pride. Mm. Um, so you were talking about basically fear, like fear of deception, fear of missing it. Uh, I had... Uh, the Lord really ministered to me on Monday. Like I was touched on Monday. Like the Lord spoke to me on Monday. Like I, I received a lot on Monday and then Tuesday happened. Like I went to sleep stoked about everything. Like things were powerful for me. And I woke up Tuesday morning and it was like attack, attack, mm. attack, attack. And I got cocky. Um, mm. without realizing I was cocky. I'm like, I'm not going to listen to that. Like, no. And I mm. like, cause it was like basically demonic stuff trying to get my mind off. And instead of just standing up in my righteousness mm. and in the authority I've been given and rebuking it, I started talking to it. So mm. a thought would come in and I'm like, no, that's not right. Like I, that's not correct, blah, blah, blah. And mm. instead of dealing with it, That's it's fair. like I started reasoning with it. So mm. by the time Tuesday happened for me and I go up to the altar to receive, I, like when Pastor Tracy laid hands on me, it was like this all-out spiritual war going on mm. in my mind mm. of I'm on the ground and I hear thoughts that I know are not the thoughts of the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. They weren't mine. It was like these spiritual forces mm -hmm. trying to steal it. And praise God, like I eventually reached out to pastors that night about it, but that's how quickly it can happen if we don't stay in that place of humility without even realizing it. Mm -hmm. I put myself in a place of oh, what an amazing service. Mm -hmm. The Lord told me this and this is awesome. And I like, that's what I needed. It was so good. And then mm -hmm. Tuesday, I thought I was good. And I, Without even knowing it, I let my mind open the door to a fear. And mm. it was that fear uh, that I was talking about yesterday on the broadcast, that fear that I um, hadn't actually dealt with something. That's what those things were, was you actually have this issue going on. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I don't. Like, I've, I've dealt with it. Mm. No, 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 you do. Mm. And it was that fear of, am I have I really not dealt with it? Am I bad? Like, am mm -hmm. I, have I not handled it? And it's, it's that thing going back to the righteousness thing. It's that thought trying to raise itself up against the standard of righteousness, mm -hmm. trying to come and steal and terrorize mm -hmm. and condemn to get me off the place where I'd be able to stand in my righteousness right. properly. And so when I realized that very similar to what you were talking about, I was able to go back to that place of humility and be like, Lord, I missed it. I, I, I opened that up to myself. Like I allowed myself to think on things I shouldn't have. I didn't even know I was thinking on things I shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought I was handling it. And I wasn't, and I need you. And as soon as I did that, the Lord immediately met me with his forgiveness and with his redemption. And then last night was super powerful. Mm -hmm. But that's how quickly he can come. Like, if, if for those of you watching the broadcast, you know, I would, I would, I, I would guess that, you know, the broadcast where you receive the most and the Lord is ministering to you the most. Yeah. And it's like these awesome God power packed moments mm -hmm. immediately something tries to come up at your job mm. immediately. Like you get a phone call or some pressure or something bad happens or something that could try to raise itself to make you forget about what the word says. Mm -hmm. 
That's what the thief does. So for those of you who have been receiving on these broadcasts, for those of you who have been going to Pastor Tracy's, don't do what I did on Tuesday and be ignorant and forget how the enemy works. Like, don't focus on him, but don't be ignorant to his devices either. He comes immediately to steal that right. seed. He yeah. wants to take it from you. He doesn't want that to get firmly, deeply rooted rooted and planted inside of you. He wants to scoop it up before it has time for roots to spring out from it and plant itself in you because he knows that if that seed becomes an oak tree inside of you, mm -hmm. he's not going to be able to mm -hmm. topple it with the winds of deception. So he wants to steal it while it's a baby. Mm -hmm. You've got to protect yourself in the word by meditating on exactly right. what you were saying. Think on those things worthy of praise. Don't even tolerate anything yeah. other than the standard of Christ mm -hmm. and protect yourself from it in that way and communicate you know mm -hmm. communicate praise god that our pastors here at this church are wonderful and anointed and anointed man and woman of god who hear from the lord know how to speak into you and know how to expose things that are lies and bring truth and light into it praise mm -hmm. god for them reach out to people if you can feel something less than praiseworthy trying to enter you yeah. communicate it yeah there, um it's so important for us to meditate. I mean, mm -hmm, in yeah. Joshua 1, 8, 9, he says, study this book of instruction. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do all that is written in it. Let it never depart your mouth. I just kind of interwove it. But then you will, you will prosper mm -hmm. and succeed in all you do. Yeah. Then you will make your way prosperous. He doesn't say God will make your way prosperous. You will make your way prosperous mm -hmm. because yeah. you take the word and you don't let the enemy steal it. Right. Uh, like, we were actually just talking about this before the broadcast. Oh, that's you know, cool. Um, wh where, like... There, there was a, I remember there was a time that I was kind of sharing on something similar to this on how it, you know, it can be really easy for us to listen to a broadcaster, listen to a sermon, be like, that was such a powerful word. Okay, what'd you get out of it? I, I don't remember. I just remember how it made me feel. God spoke to me. Yeah. What'd he like, say? I don't yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I was sharing a story how um, one time I, I was sharing that um, at, at a church and, and, you know, how it's so important for us to make sure the enemy doesn't steal that word. And how do you know if the enemy stole stole the word? Is if like the service ends and you don't and you can't recall anything that from, yeah. that was just shared. You just remember how it made you feel. Now it's good to, to to feel and experience the anointing, but if but if the word doesn't carry on with you, what, you know, yeah, what, right. what's that that momentary feeling gonna do for for mm -hmm. the rest of the week? Right. That's why. I, right. That's why you know it, I've really appreciated Pastor Brian. Um, because at the end of services, like, we have to be intentional because you, you know that he's going to say, what would you get from that? What would you get from the service? What would you get from, from, from the broadcast? Like, he'll ask us, and, yeah. and like, if we're not ready, you know, like, because whenever he asks that, usually, like, everything, like, drains out of your brain. Like, I forget everything. But, like, <laughs> but it, it helps you to be more diligent to make it sure does. that you receive something. Yeah. Or receive that word and it makes you more diligent because it's it's the soil that we lay mm -hmm. you know that determines whether the enemy is going right. to steal it yeah. immediately or not and and you know but as you were just sharing like the importance of meditating on it you know like like going back to what I was sharing with Pastor Tracy you know about not wanting to be deceived like the the Bible I think in the book of Acts talks about the Bereans um, and how how they were actually um, stronger because they took the word um, that Paul gave them and then they, they compared it with scripture and they studied it. So like yeah. when, when I was saying, you know, that I had to process through it all, like I'm, I'm not saying that you yeah. should just receive every word that, that comes. But in that context, though, I knew that I was under 
the spiritual authorities that God right. gave me. Yeah. So, so there I had to be more open to receiving it, whether my brain understood it mm -hmm, or not. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to leave that service and just be like, okay, well, I just blindly receive it. Now it's my turn to take, that's why it's important to take notes, you know, yeah. yes. um, in, in services, because then you can go back or, you know, if it's a broadcast like this, you can always go back and re-listen to it. But, you know, it gives you an opportunity to now, now, okay, let's take some time to meditate on it. Let's, let, let's you know, because we want to make sure that we're, we're taking yeah. the, full, the fullness of Scripture, you know, we're right. rightly dividing the Word of God. Yeah. And so now let's, let's take that message that we just received. Let's rightly divide with the Word of God. Let's meditate on it. Let's, you know, yeah. let's ask questions. That's why we have pastors, you know. That's why, like, Pastor yeah. Brian, like, asked me many times, what, what did you get from that? Well, do you have any questions, you know? It, it was cool because I got to have lunch with Pastor Brian and Pastor Tracy, too. So, that he, like, he was asking, like, do you have any questions, you know? And, and it's cool to be able to, and it takes humility to, to be like, you know, I know you said this. I don't understand a lick of, a lick of what you just said. Like, it yeah. made no sense to me. And then they'll be able to expound on it. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's important to ask questions. Um, it's important to humble yourselves to a point where you're willing to. But, but, that, but that's meditating on the word. You know, that, that's, I'm going to take the word that I just received through the Holy Spirit. And now I'm going to take it to the word of God. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, study it out. I'm going to compare it. I'm going to do what I, whatever I can. And, um, and that, that's important. It's important because so I'm not like I, I felt in my spirit that I needed to clarify that. I'm not saying you should blindly receive any word that's given right. to you. Um, but you take it and you compare it to the word of God. Yeah. If, if, mm -hmm. if it is under a spiritual authority and they say something that you don't understand, ask them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like being a pastor for four and a half years, we, we enjoy, like I'm not a pastor right now, but like we enjoy being asked questions like hey you said this and it didn't really make sense to me can you expound on it i would love to because that what that shows the pastors that you have a desire and a humble heart to yeah. to, to grow yep. and to learn and to not be deceived you know mm -hmm. you have you have a desire and it also uh like w what i enjoyed when people would ask me questions is it also helped me to better communicate in the future when, I, when i'm sharing something along those lines mm -hmm. it'll help me to better communicate that and and yeah. and, and share share it just as a minister, as a teacher, mm -hmm. preacher, or anything. And, um, well, a minister's yeah. job isn't just Sunday morning. You right. know, pastors shared that a lot, that, like, mm -hmm. the preaching aspect, that's the fun part. Like, yeah. And it really is, like, that's the fun part of what ministers will do, pastors will do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the gift is, the gift works when you work it. Right. Like, and as a pastor, like, as a as one of the fivefold gifts, as a leader, you know, it's not the leader's job to go to always go to those that yeah. they're serving. It's the sheep's job. Yeah. It's the people who are under that leader to go to them yeah. and to pull on that gift. Like yeah. time and time and time again with Pastor Nicole or Pastor Brian, I'll go and I'll I'll ask a question or I'll I'll say that I need help. And one of the first things Pastor Nicole almost always says to me is, thank you so much for letting me be who I am. Like, thank you for letting me be what God's mm. called me to be. Yeah. And so often we haven't humbled ourselves in that way because we think that it's an inconvenience right. or a burden, but actually we're allowing them to be the gift that they are right. to the body, mm. to us in that way. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, one of the things actually that was on my spirit on the way down was um, the reason why Jesus told parables. Um, the reason why Jesus told parables wasn't necessarily it, like, okay, in Matthew chapter 13, 
Jesus gives the parable of the sower, the one we've been talking about. And then at the end, the disciples came to him and said, why do you speak in parables? He said, uh, this is verse 11, because it is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. But to them, it, it has not been given. For whoever has, more will be given, yeah. and he will have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Therefore, I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, and nor do they understand. Yeah. Uh, and then he shared a, pro that, a prophecy that said something similar. But, but he said, the hearts of people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing. Their eyes, blah, 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 blah. Well, I mean, it's not blah, blah, blah. It's the word of God. But, like, I'm, I'm, I made the point. What Jesus, the point that I'm trying to make is the reason why Jesus shared parables was because there, there was a, a word that was hidden in the message mm -hmm. that would only be received by the people hungry enough to follow up. Mm -hmm. Hungry enough to follow up and say, Jesus, what did this mean? Jesus, I know you said this, but but can you can you give an explanation so that we can better understand? Um, and, and so Jesus told the told parables because they, I'm telling you there there are treasures hidden in the kingdom of God, yeah. and treasures uh, yeah. treasures are there to be found. Yeah. It's like it's like Easter's it's like Easter when, whenever you know parents hide the eggs in the house, they, they do it so that the, their children can enjoy mm -hmm. the the pursuit of finding the egg yeah. and opening up and, and just being able to rejoice. There are things in the Word of God. There are things in every yeah. single sermon that 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 God has reserved for for the hungry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's that, we talked about humility. Now now let's talk about the hunger. Yep. You know when you're hungry enough to follow up and to, and humble enough to follow right. up and say, hey, you said something that made zero sense to me can you explain it uh th they'll explain it and, and and you'll be able to receive something that that you never been able to receive before that's why when now I, i'm at a point where if i'm reading scripture and i read through a scripture that makes no sense to me or or it seems to contradict something that i've already understood i i can i don't a lot of people will just like overlook it and say oh i'll come back to that later but I, I can get excited about that because i recognize that there is a hidden treasure that i'm about to receive right. because because and and that's that that's where you can find joy in humility. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where where there there could be something that you don't fully understand, and all of a sudden you can get excited. I don't understand this. Yeah. That all that means is that there's some there's a revelation that God has stored up for me, and if I'm hungry enough, I'm going to receive it. Yeah. And 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 so you know, going back to what we've been talking about, I mean, Jesus, why did Jesus tell parables? Because the people who weren't hungry at all and who just wanted a miracle and who just wanted to be fed. You know, they they or, you know they they would they would experience a miracle. They would see something. They they'd be happy and full, and and that was it. You know, you see that in Luke chapter six. You know, where the multitudes followed after him. He said something that that they didn't understand. They said, "How how are we supposed to receive this?" They they didn't say, "Can you explain this to mm -hmm. us?" They 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 weren't hungry enough to actually pursue an understanding, and they weren't actually hungry enough to know who God who Jesus was. All they wanted because Jesus said to them. You're, you, the only reason you're here is because I've I've fed you to your mm -hmm. full, and you want you want me to be your king. You know, mm -hmm. he, he said that's the only reason you're here. And then what happened? They weren't hungry enough to understand, and they just and and the Bible says in Luke six sixty six. Um, John six sixty six. Oh, John six sixty six. Yeah. yeah. Did I say Luke? Sorry, John six sixty six. That they turned away. Mm -hmm. The multitudes. Yeah. Like imagine. I mean, from from the looking at it from the outside, that was a failed church service. When mm. when like the service is almost over, and a vast majority of people get up and walk away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, oh Jesus, aren't you gonna chase after them? Je like you know, 
Like, aren't you going to explain? No. He, he, see, he wasn't just going to just flat out explain to them because th why they weren't hungry. Um, and Jesus actually turned to his disciples and said, aren't you going to, mm. are you going to turn away too? Are you going to walk away? Yeah. And they said, how are we going to do that? You, you hold the words of life. Yeah. You hold the words of life. They, see, they knew who God was calling them to be under. And even when they didn't understand, they, they said, you hold the words of life. Whether we understand it or not, we know we'll figure it out one day. <laughs> you know, uh, we'll stick to it. And, and that's, that's humility and that's hunger. Uh, being willing to say, I don't understand, but if I stick around with you long enough, I'll, I'll, I'll come to understand it soon. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and so that's why it's important for us to, to be hungry. Um, God's, Jesus isn't going to force feed you um, the treasures of heaven. I was just about to say that. Pastor Brian says that a lot. It's not his job to force feed us, even if he has a word that God's given mm -hmm. him. Yeah. It's not his job to just tell us everything that God is revealing to him. It's our job to humble ourselves, say, mm -hmm. I need help. Can you mm -hmm. explain this to me or what's God telling you yeah. about this situation? Because God never works in that way. Jesus never yeah. worked in that way to force feed us uh, what's good for us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Pastor Tracy, you know, one of the things that has stuck out to me over the last three days, and he said it very often, and Pastor has said it often, but it just, it came alive differently on Monday. You know, faith responds. Yeah. Like, faith doesn't try to just figure things out on its own. Like, man's mind can reason things out. Right. Like, we can read through the scriptures. We can assume that this plus this equals this. We can figure things out on our own because God made us in his image and likeness. And so we can think God's thoughts, but yeah. faith doesn't, while yes, faith, obviously you hunger, you thirst, you ask questions, you learn, but faith just responds. Yeah. Like faith doesn't have to wait to have an answer in front of it. Faith moves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like you're talking about, not just skipping over something because you don't understand it. Faith knows, no, there's something here for me. Yeah. Right. And so as, as we're talking, like what immediately comes out to me is the woman with the issue of blood, you know, people whose minds, like people tried to figure it out for her. They tried every solution that they could. And yet she heard what the master said, you know, she heard about who Jesus was, mm -hmm. what he did. And she knew if I can just touch the garment yeah. of what he's wearing, yeah. something will happen to me. Mm -hmm. She, Yes, I'm sure that she was studied and I'm sure that she pursued it. But before she pursued the mental knowledge, yeah. the ascension of her mind to grasp how it worked, she just knew I've got to get to yeah. him. I've got to reach him. I've got to touch him. Mm -hmm. I've got to be there with him. And she pushed past the crowd. The crowd's pulling on mm -hmm. Jesus. The crowd is touching him. There were probably yeah. very scholared men and women in there. But yet it was one woman's faith, one person person's faith that touched him and power was right came out of him and he felt it and he's like who touched me yeah. and all the disciples are like what are you talking about mm -hmm. there's a bajillion people <laughs> touching you right now he's like no 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 she touched me. Right. You know, he says, someone touched me for I perceive that power's gone out from me, which yeah. means that you can touch God with your mind. You can touch mm. the things of God with your knowledge, but until you touch the things of God with your faith, power won't be released to you. Right. Mm. You've got to go to him with that faith, that yeah. understanding of his love and right. what he's transformed you into, that righteousness that Serena mm -hmm. was talking about. When you touch him with that, all of a sudden the power that you need 
yeah. goes out of him and yeah. into you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when we approach him that way, be it in studying, be it in services, however it is that we're with him, when we approach him with that faith of something's happening today, yeah. I know he loves me, I know he's got this for me, and I'm going to touch him with, the, with a response of faith, that's when he can be who he is. Yeah. All those other people, they may have received him on some level, but she received him on the sozo healing level right. of power that he had available for all of them. Mm -hmm. But she got it. Yeah. She was hungry. She was hungry. Yeah. Uh, who's the short guy? Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not saying me. Um, <laughs> same thing with Zacchaeus. He was hungry. He knew Jesus was coming by. He was a sinner, tax collector, wicked man. But he knew Jesus was coming, and he, he was hungry to see him. Uh, there was a crowd. He climbed up a tree yeah. so that he can see Jesus. Yeah. And that hunger draw Jesus' attention. He said, Zacchaeus, come down. And immediately, mm -hmm. see, immediately he repented, yeah. right. and his whole family got saved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Him and his household. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he was hungry. Right. He was hungry enough to see Christ. Yeah. Blind Bartimaeus. Yeah. Like, this is just this is something that God's really been show, showing me in the Gospels. When, when you see a crowd, it's to point out someone who's hungry. Yeah. Um, there there were so many people, you know, who were around Jesus. Mm -hmm. They could have been in the right atmosphere. You could go to church every Sunday and still miss Jesus. Mm -hmm. it, and and that that's where hunger hunger is so key. You know, blind Bartimaeus was so hungry. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on mm -hmm. me. The the crowd. See, this is this is what was going on with me and Pastor Tracy. Uh, I saw the hunger in him. Yeah. Well, I saw especially the fruit of his hunger, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, um, in, in his ministry. And I, I was like the crowd, you know, where one man's hunger exposes my lack of it. Yeah. Mm. And when my lack of hunger is exposed, like I would much rather ignore it or suppress it. You know, and, and that's, what, that's what a lot of, you know, whenever your hunger begins to, to grow, for yeah. the things of God, there will be religious spirit-filled sure. people. Mm -hmm. And by religious spirit-filled, I don't mean like spirit-filled. I mean like religious. a religious spirit, spirit. <laughs> is in them um, <laughs> that will try to shut you up and push you down. You're, you're too hungry. You need, I think you need to calm down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think your faith is a little bit too strong. Like you didn't see Jesus like whenever like uh, someone came to him and, or, or when the Roman centurion came to him and said, he, my, my servant's sick um, and, you know, I, you don't have to come to my house. Just say the word and it will be done. You don't see Jesus being like, uh, I think you're, you're getting a little too into this faith thing. I think you should calm down a little bit mm -hmm. and just, you know, uh, we'll, we'll add it to a prayer chain. Don't get your hopes up. You, don't, you know, like he didn't do that. He said, man, I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like he was amazed by the amount of faith that he had. Yeah. And, and when we when we start talking about faith, like believe you have received and it will be yours. Yeah, like mm -hmm. it's we're not just like, you know, oh, oh man, I think they're getting a little too into this. I think they should calm down a little bit. Like that that's that's actually a good sign when people are telling yeah, you to calm yeah. down because that's what they were doing to blind Bartimaeus. They they were saying, hey hey, calm down, shush shush, shut up. You know that's what they were saying. And then, but then all of a sudden, his hunger draw Jesus' attention. Jesus said, come over. And all of a sudden, they were like, hey, be of good cheer. The master is calling you. Yeah. Like, their, their mentality shifted, yeah. like, yeah. completely. Yeah. Why? Because now Jesus is calling them, so, so I have to, you know, I, I don't want to offend Jesus. So, right. you know, right. oh, the master's calling you. Everything's fine. I was telling you to shut up three seconds ago, but if the master's calling you, I can't, yeah. I can't fight that, mm -hmm. you know. 
but his hunger drew the attention of, of God. Well, that religious mm. spirit is something that doesn't even necessarily have to come from somebody else. It's something mm. that could try to present itself in your right. mind. Yeah. You know, I, again, talking about this week, like Monday night when I was ministered to, like I hit the, I fell out, I was on the ground, and I heard the Lord tell me to do something. Mm. And like I, I'm getting to a place where, mm. I pretty much don't care what he tells me to do. Like, I'll do it. Like, I've run around rooms. I've danced. I've shouted, whatever. But when I hit the ground, like, I heard him give me an instruction. And I was like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't seem to be that moment. You know, here here I am, like, in my mind being like, no, Lord, it's not the time for that right now. No, God. And... Praise God for his mercy Mm -hmm. because he was merciful enough to tell me why. Like, Mm. he's like, if you do this, this is going to birth something in you. I Mm. need you to do this so I can do this for you. And I, like, there were a couple minutes where I I was trying to reason out when I was going to do it. I'm like, well, maybe, like, when things will get louder again. Like, because Mm. he he told me he wanted me to... Mm. He wanted me to to produce a sound, like he t- and he told me why, and it was quiet. Like it was one of those moments that was quiet in the building. I'm like, well, this is not going to blend in. Like, I don't want because I also like as a minister, I know like you don't just move. You know, like there can be times where that's right. There can be times where it's not. And the last thing I wanted to do was take away from a service. Mm-hmm. And I'm blessed. I'm so sorry, you. guys. No, you're good. You should be. So I'm sitting on the ground, and finally I'm like, you know, if the Lord's telling me to do it, I I just need to shut up and do it. Mm -hmm. And when I did, like, it was like something just came out, came alive, came into me. Like, the power of God flowed differently, things connected differently, and I knew that I knew it was right. But that that religious spirit that would say, this looks stupid, and literally... You don't know this, but like in the back of my head, I'm like, Crabtrees haven't seen me like this before. That could be fun. Like, I wonder, I wonder if they're good with this. I want, like, literally in my head, I'm like, I wonder if they've been in a service like this. Like, that was one of the thoughts I had because I, it just, it just popped up, and eventually, I was like, I don't care. They think it's weird. They'll deal. Like, whatever. And, and so those things can come from other people, they can also try to present themselves inside of us. And ultimately, faith just responds. Right. So last night, it was a very similar thing for me. Like, I'm up at the altar, and I knew what I needed to do. Like, the Lord had told me. And I did it so much quicker that mm-hmm. time. Like, I went up, and the Lord told me to do something very similar to what it was on Monday. And no hand, like I was telling Buddy and Serena, I've never been in a service before where I went up to the altar just to worship God. And then the power of God knocked me out on my own without anybody touching me or laying hands on me. It was just God himself doing it because I responded, because I was hungry enough to not care what the rest of the place is thinking or doing. I just needed Jesus. I had to get to him. I had to receive from him. And and when we do those things and we say yes to God as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. that's obedience. Obedience right. is yes. Right. A delayed obedience is disobedience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, and God is good. Um, one of the things that Pastor Brian shared with me, and this is like this. This is just kind of following up with what Joni said. Um, hi, Joni. About, hi, Joni. By the way. 
um, she, she was saying, like, to be so hungry for God that you just run, run up, you know, during service. And she said, lay hands on the minister. Um, I'm not going to go up and lay hands on the minister, you know. I think she meant have him lay hands on you. but Or she probably meant touching the yeah, hand yeah. his garment. But um, I'm, I'm now understanding what she was saying. I, I'm just picturing Joni, and, like, someone's preaching. She runs up and puts her hand on the minister's head. I'm like, that's weird. Um, <laughs> but to, but to, if I just touch the hem of his garment, yeah. though. I shall be made whole. That's what she's referring to. It just clicked. Um, but uh, I'm glad you talked it out because I didn't. Yeah. I was just going to let it roll. Yeah. Well, see, like, yeah, you just got a glimpse into my brain for a second. But um, uh, one of the first things that Pastor Brian, um, in our very first, whenever I had a, my first phone call with him on in January, um, he he was talking about not pursuing knowledge but pursuing the anointing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he was saying a lot of people, especially Christians, have it backwards. They think if if I if I get enough head knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, if, if if I pump my head with enough biblical knowledge and contextual, you know, understanding, yeah. then the anointing will come. Yep. Actually, it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. I I need to because pers- what's the anointing? The anointing is is the presence of God. It's the anoint. Mm-hmm. It's it's the presence of God flowing through you. It's a, or through another minister. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's through the anointing that the revelation comes. Um, and so I need to pursue the anointing. And as I pursue the anointing, God will give me revelation. God will give me understanding. God will, because that's what John 7, 17, if you yeah. seek to do his will, or if you see, uh, yeah, if you seek to do his will, what, 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 what are you seeking? You're, you're not seeking an understanding. You're seeking yeah. A relationship, right? right. And, and and you're seeking to come to a place where where I'm abiding in Christ. Uh, you know, um, uh, Christ Jesus said, "If you abide in me, in my words, abide in you." Like, it, what, yeah. he's talking about this relationship. I'm abiding in Him. The anointing of God right. is on my life, and when that anointing comes, the understanding will come because because the anointing flows through the Spirit. And who is the, whole, the Holy Spirit? He's the Spirit yeah. of Truth. Right. And as the spirit of truth, he'll give you wisdom yeah. and understanding. Yeah, that's why I said, I pray that you will have the spirit of yeah. wisdom and understanding of the knowledge of, of him. Mm-hmm. That the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. And, and it's only through the anointing that we'll actually be able to truly read this word and understand it. Right. Yeah. It's like reading someone's diary and you have no idea who it is. Like, you can read through it and come up with an idea of who you think they are based on what you read. But if you're just reading it with your brain and your own understanding, you, you, might, you might see things and pull out things that were never supposed to be there, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but let's say I'm reading your diary and you're right there with me, you know, the, that's like the, that, presence your presence yeah. in, in that. You can give me insight and understanding of, yeah. of what was going on that I never would have gotten to receive right. just mm-hmm. with my own natural right. brain. And when, and when we study the scripture or where, when we're in an anointed service, you, the, the preacher can bring up a scripture that you've read a billion times, mm-hmm. but the, the presence of God, the anointing of God is on that and it'll bring you revelation that, you'll never, that right. you've never even right. understood before. Yeah. And one of the things that, that actually God showed me, because um, I, I, I was... One of my atheist friends asked me a question. He said, um, do all Christians read the Bible? I said, they should. Um, And he said, if they all read the same book, then how come Mm. so many can't agree with what it says? Great question. And Mm -hmm. I didn't have an answer. So I asked God. I'm like, God, if you know, you have all these scholars who have spent so many years studying this book that that we're talking about today. 
but yet so many of them can't agree with what it says. I said, God, why? And, he's, and God told, like, responded like right away. He said, it's because they're studying the doctrines of man and not my word. Mm -hmm. They spend more time studying the doctrines of, of Jonathan Edwards, the doctrines of Martin Luther, the doctrines of, of all these different men, yeah. but they don't study my word. Yeah. Like they, they, and and I've, the more I've been in ministry, the more I've seen that, where, where you know, the, people will quote their, their, um, their theology books more than they'll quote the word yeah. of God. Um, and, and, and it breaks my heart to see that. But that's why we shouldn't be pursuing just, just not head knowledge. Right. We shouldn't just, like you said, mental ascent. Yeah. You know, it, I'm, I'm not studying the word just so that I can know a lot about my God. I want to know my God. Right. God, yeah, God right. said, let not the, the wise man boast in his wisdom, but let he who boasts boast in this, that they understand and know me. Yeah. That, that's the relationship. I don't want to just know more about God. I want to know God. Right. What is that? I'm not pursuing knowledge. I'm pursuing the anointing. Yeah. I want the anointing to flow through me. And I want, and I want, to, I want to do whatever it takes to be in a service where the anointing is yeah. flowing. There, yeah. there, there's too many people where there can be an anointed service going on, you know, two hours away, and they, and they, 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 they really won't do anything to be in yeah. that anointing. Yeah. And then they wonder, why, why am I not receiving anything from God? Seek the anointing. Yeah. Like, look for, look for the anointing. Do whatever it takes to be in the anointing, yeah. and God will give you revelation that you've mm -hmm. never had before. Yeah. I, I mean, when I came down for a kickstart, that was an eight-hour drive to be here. Yeah. You know, people will drive eight hours. People will drive like 24 hours to go to Disney World. Yep. But, but will, you dr will you drive that same amount of time to be where the anointing is? Mm -hmm. Because that's what matters. Yeah. John 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, mm -hmm. and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The yeah. Word is God. He's not separate yeah. from His Word. This yeah. book is not just a book. It's not a theory. It's not just words on a page. It's a living and breathing document. It's inspired by the Holy Spirit. Right. It may have been penned by man, but it was spoken by the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And every word of it is alive, mm -hmm. which means every time you go to it and you read it, you can receive something different. Just like if I am in fellowship with Buddy and Serena, they may know me, they may have an understanding of who I am, but the more we're together, the more they can learn, the more I can learn about them. And it continues to grow because day in and day out, there's something new going right. on there's a new bit of God's heart that we can receive day after day but it only comes through intimacy with the word he's not separate from it he is the word the word is him he's in this book and to just assume that you can get to know him without getting to know the word is ignorance right. it's ignorant yeah. no relationship no anointing yeah you don't have that, if you don't have that relationship with God, you won't have the anointing to do what he called you to do. Yeah. You won't be empowered to do what he called mm -hmm. you to do. And it's all rooted in, in a hunger and a humility. You know, I don't know everything. So I want to do whatever it takes to, yeah. to be in the presence of somebody who knows more than I do. Yeah. So, someone who can impart, you know, their, their understanding and their, their anointing mm -hmm. into me. I, I want to be in anointed services. I will do whatever it takes to get myself to a higher level. I'm not going to stagnate in my relationship with God. I, I, yeah. I really want you guys to hear my heart in this. I, re, I really do, because I'm not here to condemn anybody. Um, I, I just want to stir up something in you to make you hungry. Taste and see the Lord is good. Like, 
I've spent so many years of my life just seeking wit head knowledge. Mm. Like, I just wanted to be right. That was my problem. I wanted to be right. I didn't want to be righteous. Mm. Yeah. Man, that's a good one. I, I just wanted to be right. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to be, like, if someone asked me a question, I just wanted to have a, have a good answer. Mm. I, wanted, I wanted to, if, if I disagreed with someone, I wanted to have a good rebuttal. Um, I just wanted to be right. And I'm, uh, like, I began to discover that that was actually hindering my relationship mm -hmm. with God. Mm. Um, there's a lot of people who know, who, who can, like, th they can probably pull out so much scripture. They can give you so much context. They can tell you the, the, what the Greek, the Greek and Hebrew, they can probably read it fluently in, like, the original text. And, and, they, and they can give you so much contextual information, but they don't know God. And what's the point? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's, what's the point to, to know all of this about? I, I remember when I was actually, I, I was thinking about getting my master's and I was applying to a, to a, to a school and, um, and they, they called me and they said, so, so why do you want to get your master's? It was a master's in theology. He said, so why do you want to get your master's? I'm like, I just want to know God more. And he stopped. He was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I just want to know God more. And, and he said, oh, okay. Like that threw him off guard at a theological seminary. Mm -hmm. Like, why, I'm like, why do most, like, why do most people get their theology? Is, isn't that why we're doing this? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? Isn't that why we do this so that we can know God more? I learned that that's actually not why a lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just want a degree and to feel knowledgeable. And, yeah. and I'm sorry. I'm no. just, I, I think my heart's just breaking right now because there is so much more to God than we realize. Mm -hmm. There's so much more to God than we realize. Like, he loves us so much. He just, he wants a relationship with us. Mm -hmm. He said, don't let the wise man boast in his wisdom. Don't let the rich man boast in his riches. But let him who boasts boast in this, that they understand and know me. Mm -hmm. I want to be like Moses, where, where, where um, the Bible can say that, um, in, or where David could say in Psalm 103, you know, Moses mm -hmm. knew, uh, what was it? Um, God showed his ways to Moses and his acts to mm -hmm. Israel, where a majority of people just saw what happened. They saw what was going on, but they didn't really know God. Mm -hmm. But Moses knew his ways. I want to know God's ways. I want to understand and know him. How do I do that? i got to humble myself, mm -hmm. be hungry, and just pursue the anointing, not pursue the wisdom and pursue the understanding. I mean, mm -hmm. there is a time to pursue wisdom. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, we need wisdom. My, I mean, we need knowledge. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. But, we, but like Pastor Brian says all the time, is you don't pursue knowledge and then the anointing comes. You pursue mm -hmm. the anointing and the knowledge will yeah. follow. And we can't get that mixed up. Mm -hmm. We're not, like, we can't think our degree is going to anoint us. Mm -hmm. It's our relationship with God and our pursuit of the anointing that's going yeah. to bring us into a true supernatural relationship with God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Tracy Harris said that almost every spiritual battle fought in like the spiritual realm is, is fought between bringing revelation to you or keeping it from mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And the only way that the revelation can come to us is if we're in the anointing because, mm -hmm. because outside of the anointing, the enemy has free reign to try to keep revelation from coming to us. Yeah. And it's in the anointing that that's broken. Because the anointing is what breaks the yoke. Yeah. Well, that's eternal life. You know, mm -hmm. what you're talking about, that's what it is. And so many 
times Christians, I've done it, they'll just stop at the ticket to heaven and mm -hmm. they don't go to knowing him. Right. When John 17, 3 says, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the mm -hmm. only true God in yeah. Jesus whom you have sent. You know, we get to know him the same way that Moses, not the same way, like Moses only got to see the glimpse of God. Mm -hmm. We get to know him. We get yeah. to stand before him. We get to come boldly before the throne yeah. of grace. Mm -hmm. That's something that's a privilege that's been extended to yeah. us that no generation before Jesus got to do mm -hmm. it, with the exception of Adam and Eve. Nobody else got to stand before God yeah. like that. We get to stand before him. We get to abide with him. Him. He abides with us. Like, that's his heart. There was like a year ago, two years ago, I just went through the Old Testament and looked up every time God said, and it was overwhelming how mm -hmm. many times he said it, where God said, you are my people, I will be your God. Mm -hmm. You be my people, I will be your God. Like, yeah. that's his cry. Like, yeah. I want you to be right. my people. Yeah. I want to be your God. Like, mm -hmm. last night when Pastor Tracy and... It's, it's not like it's brand new information, but it just came alive differently when he was talking about Jesus coming up before God and God saying, I'm going to cut a new covenant with you. What do you want? Mm -hmm. And the only thing Jesus wanted was us and the earth. Like that's the only mm -hmm. thing he wanted. He didn't care about his name being great. He didn't care about the glory. He cared about the people and the place where they inhabited. Mm -hmm. He wanted that. That yeah. was his heart. After everything he did, mm -hmm. after defeating death, hell, and the grave, he wanted us. That's yeah. his heart. Mm -hmm. He wants us. Stink. And I don't, know, I don't know if anyone's watching right now, and this is them. But a religious spirit would say that that's unbiblical, what you just said. Yeah. It's not about us. It's about God. We're not saying it's about us. Mm -hmm. But, I mean. But he desires us. Yeah. Well, I mean, why did he send his son? Because he loved us. Yeah. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. He showed his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. God loves us. God loves me. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's like the most, one of the greatest revelations that you can get in studying a scripture. Right. And a religious spirit would say, it's not about us. It's not about us. Hmm. Why are you making it about us? It's all, it's all about God. God. God does whatever he wants, and, and that's, that's, not, uh, that's not the heart of God. God, <laughs> see, our sin separated us from God. Mm -hmm. And God sent his one and only son so that Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. Life and have it to the full. Mm -hmm. yeah. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. But I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly, mm -hmm. have yeah. it to its fullness, the fullness of life. So, like Paul, Paul yeah. sorry. No, sozo is saved from anything you might need saved from. Yeah. You know, saved, healed, and delivered. That's about us yeah. being saved from all of that. That's why he came. Yeah. Because he loved us. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I see one of the things that I was fighting this week was that religious spirit. And Pastor Tracy came up that night that I was like, I want to get rid of this religious spirit. And he said, I command this religious spirit to come yeah. off you. Ooh, okay, thank you, sir. And it came off. But that doesn't mean it's not going to try to come back. Mm-hmm. 
And that's something that I'm going to have to, like you mm. said, not just reason with it, but I'm going to have to rebuke the crap yeah. out of it. Why? Because he comes immediately to steal that word. Yeah. He wants to steal that word. How does he do that? Religious spirit? Just, oh, I can't receive that. That's, that, that doesn't make sense. I've never seen that. I've never seen someone fall out of the... That, that, that's not of God. Oh, they're laughing in the spirit. That's not godly. Even though, you know, as we're talking about the anointing, we were talking about this this morning in Isaiah 61, he gives us the oil of joy instead of mourning. Yeah. It was the oil. The oil is the anointing. Yeah. The anointing brings joy. What is the anointing? It's the manifest presence of God, and in his presence is fullness of joy. Yeah. At his right hand, pleasures mm-hmm. forevermore. Mm-hmm. Was, who are those pleasures for? Who's the joy for? It's for us. Yeah. Why? Because he loves us. Yeah. Yeah. God loves you. And, and that's why you're watching this today. Yeah. Because God is, we've been talking about this. God is calling us to wake up. Yeah. It's time for an awakening. It's time for us to step out of just the re- routine, the rhetoric, to step into the anointing of God, which is going to change everything. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. gr- if we want to grow in the things of God, growth without change is, is impossible. impossible. And so we, we, we need to be willing to step out of our routine, step out of our rut, step out, step, out, step out of the mundane, the mediocre, and step into the anointing. And it's going to take a, a true, genuine hunger in us to be willing to, I'm going to step outside of the, my comfort zone, or I'm going to step outside of my routine, or, heck, my spiritual apathy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go and find... Find the closest anointed service mm-hmm. that, that's yeah. coming to my area. And I'm going to yeah. be there. I'm going to experience the anointing of God. Yeah. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to, to, to let that anointing bring fresh revelation yeah. into my spirit so that I can grow closer to God. And I can confidently and truly say that I know my God. Yeah. Not just, yeah, well, you know, we'll see. Like, I, I'm not really sure. We'll, we'll see. Like, mm-hmm. no, I want to be able to confidently say that I have a relationship with my yeah. Father in Heaven. Now, that doesn't mean we're always going to feel it. That doesn't mean we're always going to feel close, but... But as I'm pursuing my God, as I'm abiding in Him and His words abiding in me, that anointing will bring joy, it'll bring peace, it'll bring hope, it'll bring life and life abundant. It'll, it'll meet all, all of our needs according mm-hmm. to His riches mm-hmm. and glory. Why? Because I'm abiding in him and I'm seeking his face and I'm seeking that anointing and I'm showing him that I'm humble enough to admit that I don't know everything and I'm hungry enough to not just stay that way, but I want to go higher. Mm -hmm. What immediately came up to me as you're talking, um, you know, it's something pastor will say often, if you're not hungry, it's because you're full of something else. Mm -hmm. And so the Mm -hmm. image that popped into my head is, I don't know if you guys have, I have, Um, there have been days where I'll make dinner and I'm like so hungry. I haven't eaten all day long. Mm -hmm. And instead of waiting for the dinner that I'm literally preparing before me, I'll go and grab something to eat from the cabinet. Mm -hmm. Like I'll just grab a snack and be like, this will tide me over while I'm cooking. And that's so often what happens is we'll get to a point where it's like the rubber meets the road and a our flesh is screaming and it's, I, I can't get any hungry. I don't know if I can last this way, you know. As you pursue God, the victory is already ours. Like we've already received the victory of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's already done. But the thief, the only tool he has is deception. So he tries to come in and steal through lies. You know, the story 
that popped up in my brain is the story of the man who was carried to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like his friends carried him to the house and they get to the house and they're not allowed in. Like imagine that like it's, this is not like they threw him in the car and they drove down the road. Like they carried this man on his bed to the house Mm -hmm. where Jesus was. And when they get there, they're told you can't come in. Mm -hmm. Like there's no room for you in here. Imagine that you're hungry enough to believe that God will heal you. You're hungry enough to go get your friend who needs that healing. You're hungry enough to carry him to the door. And you're at the Mm -hmm. door and you're told no. Like Mm -hmm. that's the moment where the rubber meets the road. Like there's going to be times in your walk with God where it seems like I can't go anymore. Like you'll hear that religious spirit. You'll hear that opposition. You can't do it. It's over. It's done. It's hopeless. It's pointless. Just give up. But it doesn't, it, that's the moment That's the moment where it proves what you're hungry for. If you're going to just, you know, pastor has preached a sermon before um, called faith cycles or faith projects or I don't remember what it is. I can see the graphic and it's like you have this faith project and so often we'll just keep going round and round and round in circles. But until we get hungry enough that we decide we're going to break out of the circle and instead of going around the same thing again, we just go straight into the things of God. You know, had they decided I'm not hungry enough to keep pushing, they wouldn't have gone up to the roof. They wouldn't have ripped it open. They wouldn't have lowered the bed Mm -hmm. down and that man wouldn't have been healed. Their hunger would have gotten them to the door but it wouldn't have crossed in. And so often that's what we'll do. We'll get to the door. Mm -hmm. I'm almost there. It's so close. And it just feels too hard and I'm done. Mm -hmm. That's the, keep going, keep pressing, keep hungering. If you're right there and your flesh is Mm -hmm. screaming and it seems like I can't do anymore. I don't know how to do anymore. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep seeking him. He's right there. The word tells us. The word is infallible. It cannot fail, will not fail, because the word is God and God is the word. And the word tells us that those who hunger and thirst shall be filled. If you're hungering and you're thirsting, God is filling Mm -hmm. you. God will fill you. Those who seek him with their whole heart will find him. If you're seeking him, you'll find him. You're not going to miss him. He's there. Mm -hmm. He's there. Just keep seeking. Just keep going. Don't quit. Don't stop. Just keep going and you're going to find him. He's there desiring to reveal himself to you. Don't quit. Keep pressing. Keep pressing you'll find him he's there galatians 6 9 don't grow weary in well doing yeah for at the right moment you will reap mm-hmm. a harvest yeah. if you don't give up yeah galatians 6 7 god is not mocked don't be deceived god is not yeah. mocked whatever a man sows that he will 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 reap yeah mm-hmm. just don't give up yeah don't give up mm-hmm. yeah that's good um i keep like this is the, the verse that Pastor Tracy gave me whenever I was battling through all this. Uh, John seven seventeen. If anyone wills to do his will, he shall know mm-hmm. concerning the doctrines whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. And then I felt to read the next verse. He who speaks from himself seeks his own glory. That's the mental ascent. Yeah. That's, that's not humility, that's pride. Whoever speaks of himself seeks his own glory, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him. What is the glory? I actually looked up that word. It's the unspoken manifestation of God. It's the anointing. Yeah. 
-hmm. Whoever, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is true. And no, going back to what you were talking about, un, no unrighteousness yeah, right. is in him. No unrighteousness is in him. Seek the glory of God. Seek the glory of the one who sent Jesus. Yeah. The one who seeks the glory, not seeks, uh, seeks his own glory, yeah. not the one who seeks his own doctrine, the one who wills to do his will and seeks the glory of the one who sent him. Those people are true. Yep. So if the anointing is, is there or if yeah. they're pursuing the anointing, if they're pursuing the will of God, those people are true and genuine. And, there is, and, and one of the things that this generation needs more than anything is it needs a genuine church. Yeah. A church that's mm -hmm. genuine enough to say, I don't know it all, but I will do, it, like, I will do whatever it takes yeah. to know my God, to know him, yeah. to seek his glory, to seek the manifestation of, of, his, of his goodness. What was it? Um, the unspoken manifestation of God. Yeah. The anointing. They are true and there is no... no I love that. I, I, I've never seen it that way. There's no unrighteousness. Yeah. Not, yeah. well, you know, he, you know we're, we're still miserable little... No, there's no unrighteousness. Right. No unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. Why? Because of the cross. Because we are under a new covenant. Under the blood of Jesus who died to yeah. make us worthy, who died to make us the righteousness of God. So seek to do as well. Seek the, the glo his glory. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. It'll all work out. It'll work all things yeah. together for the good of those who love him and are called according to yeah. his purposes. Yeah. God's good. Mm. Anything? Okay. Do you want to lead him in prayer? Sure. Um, Father, right now I lift up every single person listening to this broadcast today. Father, I pray for them, God, that you will give them that's the spirit, the anointing of wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of you. God, let the spirit of truth enter into their spirits today. God, let them, let them feel the peace that surpasses all understanding right now. God, let the anointing of God reach them today. God, let a, let a new hunger rise up within them. God, I, I, right now I come against any religious spirit mm -hmm. that might be trying to, 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 to rise up in their spirit or in their minds to try to keep them from being able to receive you. Father, I, I, right now I just come against any spirit of, of laziness and lethargy and yeah. apathy, yep. God, that is keeping them from hungering and thirsting for you. And as a result, it's keeping them from being filled. They just feel empty and dry and weary. Father God, right now I pray in Jesus' name. God, let the anointing break that yoke yeah. now in Jesus' name. Yeah. Father God, let the anointing break every yoke. Mm -hmm. God, let them throw off everything that hinders yeah. and the sin that so easily entangles God so that they can diligently and with hunger and humility run the race mm -hmm. that's marked before them. God, because there is a great cloud of witnesses around us. Father God, let us seek after the anointing. Let us seek after you, God. Let us not seek our own glory or our own wisdom. Let's not boast in our wisdom or boast in our riches, but God, let us come to a place where we can boast in this, that we can understand and know you. God, let us be like Moses where we know your ways, not just we see your acts. We don't, we, we're not those people who just look and say, oh, there was a cool testimony that I heard about this one person from this other church from, from a friend of a friend, but we can actually have real testimonies in our own lives of your goodness and your grace 
race because God, you are not a respecter of persons. What you did for them, you'll do for me. Yeah. What you did for, for, for that person in the service who received healing, you'll do that for me. Yeah. That person who, who saw you, you break through financially, God, you want to do that for me, God, because yeah. you have a desire, like, like your word says, that I pray that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. God, I pray right now in Jesus' name that we will know the goodness of God. Yeah. God, that we will proclaim the goodness of God. And God, more than anything, that we will just know you. Father, we love you. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your grace. Father, let it follow them all the days of their life. God, let them be led by you. God, stir up something in their spirit today. God, let there be a churning in their spirit that, has, that, that, that drives them and pushes them, God, towards hunger and humility and pushes them deeper into the anointing and to, into the empowerment so that they can do what you've called them to do. God, because there is nobody within the sound of my voice who has been called to anything mediocre and yeah. small. Mm -hmm. God, because you know the plans you have for us. Plans to prosper us, not to harm us, to give us a future and a hope. Father, I thank you for the future and the hope and the prosperity that, that, it, that belongs to us as we abide in you and you abide in us. Yeah. Father, God, bless them, encourage them, empower them today mm -hmm. in Jesus' mighty name. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And so just like always, this broadcast is completely free. However, there are men and women watching right now that the Lord is laying it on your heart to sow a seed. And look, just Glass House, we, we don't need your money. Like it's, we're not putting this up there because we have all these needs and we're just, we're pandering to that. No, it's because the Lord is speaking to different men and women to seal what was just imparted in you yeah. with a seed. You know, you go through the Old Testament and you see every time that the Lord did something, what happened is they set up an altar and they worshiped the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like they sowed a seed of worship tithe offering in that way it's a worship that you can do so if the lord is speaking to you then sow a seed if he's not then don't like it's it's whatever you feel led to do by god you know we want people who will give cheerfully not out of compulsion so this is not compulsory this broadcast is free what you just received is free take it it's yours but if you are one of the men and women that god is speaking to right now then part of your faith like we were talking about faith responds so if this is something the Lord's placed on your heart, then respond today. Don't, don't question it. Just do what the Lord's telling you to do. And if he doesn't, great. doesn't matter. This is for you, not for us. This is you worshiping the Lord. So be obedient, whatever that looks like. We love you. And we just pray in Jesus' name for the seed that's mm -hmm. already been sown into the ministry. I saw different people sowing earlier. In the name of Jesus, we ask right now yeah. that those sowers, that they receive a hundredfold return off of the seed that they just sowed. Father, we thank you. Thank you for their love for you, for their honor of the word. Thank you, Lord, that their trust is in you and you fill the hungry soul. You fill the thirsty soul. You are the filler of all good and perfect gifts. And we ask that that offering is pressed down, shaken together, running over with good good measure. We thank you for it, Lord, and we thank you 
that we are good ground. We commit this seed to you, Lord, and we ask that you show us exactly where to put it in the ministry to fund the end-time harvest of souls. We thank you for it, Lord. We commit to being faithful stewards with that seed. We love you. We praise you. Thank you for every man and woman who would watch the broadcast, be it live or be it later, that will sow a seed in the gospel. Every seed sown, be it now or be it in days, months, years to come. We thank you for it, Lord, and we call it blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 We love you all very, very much. Thank you for being with us today. Join us tomorrow at noon. We're going to have another episode of Lunch Plus. Thank you all for being on. This is fun. We love y'all very much. Here, here. Here, here. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Have a good rest of your day. Be blessed in Jesus' name. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 That's the southern goodbye.